Good everybody, it's your boy Poppy Stu, man. Back with another episode of Save and Such. I got my dogs with me, bro. Hmm? What's up with you, Rick? How you feeling today? Man, I feel good. I feel blessed. You feel me? But to the right of me, man, this ain't no ordinary show, man. We got a couple of crime stoppers. We got a couple <laughs> show stoppers in the building. <laughs> to the right of me, we got my brother, Anto- Don't leave me hanging. Antoine yeah, Johnson Jr. Yes, from Aberdeen. You know, I'm the first guest on here from Aberdeen, so that's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Majors. Yes. Majors. Yes, yes, Got my big bro, my cousin, though, Kenny Blade. Yes, sir. What's up, Kenny Blade, appreciate the promoter, the promoter. <laughs> Biggest thing in Baltimore right now. But, nah, tell the people a little bit about yourself, man, what y'all got going on. Um, so, you know, I be throwing parties and events, you know, um, Baltimore City, Baltimore County. Um, Fridays, I'm at Euphoria. Saturdays, I'm at Club Downtown. Um, every, like, first and third Sundays, I'm at um, Aurora and Rosedale. So, you know, I'm booked and busy right now. Yes, sir. Uh, got the clothing brand going on. My brother, Seven Favors. You can follow us on the gram, Shop Seven Favors. Uh, I coach at Aberdeen, just in the community, mentoring kids. Yes, sir. So. That's dope. That's Y'all sound dope. a little too humble right now, man. <laughs> nah, man, I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling. <laughs> Where can you find y'all, find y'all at as far as socials and all that? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at KennyBlade underscore, or you can follow my business page at Bangers with Blade. Yes, sir. You can follow my personal page, 7 favorites underscore. How y'all feeling today? Y'all good? I'm feeling good. Yes, sir. Great. Mm-hmm. Father's Day is coming up for real. Mm-hmm. That's, the yeah. That's the best day of the year, man. Did y'all first Father's Day? Second. Second? That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. You got a girl, mm-hmm. you got a boy. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. How was your kids for you? Bad. <laughs> nah, <laughs> <it's not>. baby. <laughs> nah, she good though. She I mean, figuring things out, learning yeah. new things. What's the age? She one. She be two yeah, in January. One. one. He gonna be two in April. That's what's up. Dennis the Menace right there, boy. <laughs> that the boy. Menace. Yo, the video the <laughs> video he just showed me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Crazy. Yeah. Yo, your mom was going crazy. Like, I don't know how to handle this boy. He keep crying. Like, bro, nah, the video he just showed me, but that boy's different. Yeah, That's a different breed right it's there. Like pandemic babies, nah, for real. No, it's, no, for it's really real. something like in that DNA. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like not really humbling. Yeah. <laughs> how do y'all, like, how do y'all, like, Handle being a like young black father in society right now. Like, how do y'all handle that? Mm. To be honest, like it's I don't want to say it's it's hard, but at the same time, it's kind of easy because like we grew up with like fathers, mm-hmm. so it's not like we had missing fathers. You yeah, feel me? Mm-hmm. Even though I lost my father young though, mm-hmm. but like I was, he was still around. I had uncles. You feel me? Just. I've been around male figures, so it's like I already picked up the hand to handle my responsibility for real. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I had my, my dad for sure. and my brother. I mean, he was a father at a young age, mm-hmm. father at 18. So just seeing how he moves, seeing how both of them move, how they interact with their kids and stuff like that, just pick up, learn from it. Facts. So. How important would you say, like, having a, a male figure in your life that you can model your 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 parenthood afterwards. How how important is that for real? Oh, that's definitely important to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of life lessons that I have learned 
from them. Yeah, you're going to go through your stuff. Like, you're going to go through it and you're going to learn from Definitely. it at the same time. They're going to give you the little things here and there, the which you should do. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's like you just follow the blueprint for real. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Especially if you come from somebody, a male figure that's, you know, respected and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's, you just follow the blueprint. Like, like you said, you're going to have your own shenanigans and whatever, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The way you adapt to different things. But for the most part, everything was Gucci for real. That's tough, man. That's dope. So, you know, time management is a thing that people, you know I mean, struggle with, period. But, like, how has time management, like, affected y'all since y'all became fathers? I know for a fact, for me, it's it's, it's kind of hard for real. It's, it's kind of crazy that you say that, ask that question, because I was just talking to my fiance today. Mm-hmm. It's difficult because, like, me trying to run my own business and trying to balance family time at the same time is hard because, like, mm-hmm. times when I want to be there, I actually can't be there because I'm taking care of business for real. Right. But I feel like as long as you got, like, a spouse that kind of understands you and is taking care of the, the back end of the kids, for real, like, as long as y'all have that, that same mentality, like, all right, you can handle this, and I, I'm, I'm going to handle this on this side. As long as you're not goofing off and playing around, you actually handling business, like, you should be straight. But right. it's, it's, it gets difficult at times, for real. Yeah, time in, especially when you're used to getting up and going. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right now I'm in my prime, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like I got to go. Yeah. I got meetings. Yeah. I got to be here, be there. So it's kind of like... Sometimes I just like I can't even do what I need to do because you know I gotta take care of my son. So I like it's all about priorities for real. Sometimes I can miss something. Just like we gotta reschedule this. I can't make it to this one. You know, sometimes it might look bad on your business part, but everything come back and you know come back around for real. So the weekends is probably crazy. Yeah, it's hard. Like I ain't gonna lie, it's hard. I don't really sleep a lot, so I be like. And then plus, you know, I also work. Like, I got a job. So it's yeah. like, it's 24-7. Ain't no stopping. For sure. How about you? Would you being a coach and whatnot? Bro? Man, it's definitely tough. Especially, like, I was working two jobs. Mm. Coaching football. And then once we get done football, I was writing the basketball. So it was easy for me when I, I mean, didn't have a kid. But now, I actually took the bas- last basketball season off to spend that time with mm. her. But... It's a little bit more difficult for me because my daughter does live in North Carolina. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like, you know what I mean? You I can get up get to and drive down the street yeah. or get up and just grab her out the bed. So I got to drive six hours. Facts. If I want to do it, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I want to do it yeah. and I'm going to do it, yeah. but it's just about knowing when it, when I can do it. Yeah. So it's a little bit, a little, a little how, bit more how tough. How important is that time for you when you finally get to spend that time with your daughter for real? It's definitely important. Like yeah. I try to make every day count. Every day count because it's like I ain't with her every day. I mean, that's my dog. She's yeah. bad. Yeah. I'm gonna keep saying that. I'm gonna let y'all know that. She's I guess we bad. all got bad kids on Man, this podcast. She's bad. <laughs> but nah, I just make it make it the best for real. For sure. Mm. Go to the do little things. Go to the park. I did. <laughs> I just bought a pool, an mm. inflatable pool. Yeah. I I'm in that pool. Chilling. <laughs> I'm comfortable. Yeah. And I'm fair. chilling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she having fun with it. Yeah. So so. Yeah. It, it's all good. What you what you having, uh, Mister Mister Tito, in your life? Like you feel like you you you're prepared for parenthood? Like has he prepared you <clears throat> in his life? You feel me? I mean, yeah, I think it's it's definitely a blessing. You know, what I mean, having you know, what I mean, a father in your life, mm-hmm. not just like uh, not just somebody that you can just call like your father, but like a dad, somebody that's always been there for you. Definitely. You know, what I mean, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Facts. Um, you know, me and my dad, we kind of like best friends for real. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we got that type of relationship. So, you know, I just. I really just, you know what I mean, thank him for, like, everything he's done for me. 
how he's matured me, how he's, you know what I mean, how make me the person I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, the, the qualities and stuff that they see in me is from, you know what I mean, him. Definitely. A lot of talks, a lot of whoopings. Not a lot of whoopings, but <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of talks, man. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man, I, I'm grateful, man. Yeah. And just like, you know, when he lost his father, you know, I know he kind of, you know what I mean, took him underneath his wing. Definitely. You know what I mean? So doing yeah. stuff like that. That's unk, though. That's unk, you yeah. feel me? Like, Uncle T been my guy since 97, you right. feel me? It's like, he always, like me and Reek, like, that's that's my first best friend, you yeah, feel me? Right. So, like, we always been, that's been he been a father to me, even though he my uncle, but he always been a father to me. Yeah. So, come over his house, used to break everything. <laughs> I don't know how, like, I don't know what we be doing, but, you know what I'm saying? But he always been my guy, always football coach, everything. So, everything. like, when I had went through a, you know, a traumatic situation for real, he was the first. He was the first guy there. Like That's you know, what I'm saying. So that's been my dog forever. Like I'm always grateful for an uncle like that. You know, what I'm saying because sometimes you don't like you don't got people that really deal with you. Like in family, mm-hmm. you know, they say like even though y'all family, but it don't mean blood. nothing for yeah. real. You know, what I'm saying so. But that's my guy though, for sure. What was like? What would y'all say is the biggest life lessons that you gotten from like your either your dad or somebody that played a part of a dad in your life? Like. What did y'all gain from that for real? Um, I think the one thing my dad always told me is like, never take advantage of an opportunity because that opportunity is never going to come back again. That's tough. So like, if you got an opportunity, take that opportunity because it might not come again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And some things really be like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I'm going to get that again. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it don't come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I always try to attack opportunities. You know, sometimes they be... Good opportunities sometimes be bad opportunities, but attack the opportunity to see what it what it gets you into. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I know for myself, I didn't really have my dad in my life as much because he was in jail for eight and a half years. Okay. And then he dealt with a couple of mental health issues and all that, like once he got out of jail. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of like in and out of my life until he passed away. But I know the biggest thing he told me was just uh, do the complete opposite of what I did. Look mm-hmm. at my life and do the complete opposite. I always mm-hmm. took that with me. Like even with fatherhood now, like I'm like – there for my kids 24 yeah. 7 every single day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's, sure. that's big and impactful for me because I know for myself, like, I, I was raised by my grandmother. Like, I didn't really okay. have my dad like that in my life. Mm-hmm. So, relationships is very, like, I take that seriously. You know what yeah, I mean? I take yeah, relationships yeah. seriously. Especially right. after I lost my dad, I really took it more seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't really have both parents. So, it was kind of different for myself yeah. growing up. So, yeah. it's like my kids, bro, I love them my whole heart. Not saying y'all don't, but I'm just saying right, it's, right. it's just a different outlook for me. Yeah, for I sure. It's it straight a different nerve. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How yeah. about you, I think the main thing my dad always told me was time is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that you would never be able to get back. Mm-hmm. I mean, just piggybacking off what you said, doing the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad, he had his ups and downs. Right. You know I mean, he had his mistakes and stuff like that. So, he definitely told me. I mean, make sure everything that you do is worth it. Mm. You got to make sure everything that you do is worth it because that's one thing. One thing you never going to get back is time. Facts. And that's the same thing how I look at spending that time with my daughter when, mm-hmm. she, when I get her and stuff like that. So I think that's just the main thing. And I, that's the one thing that's always going to stick with me. For sure. Yeah. You look just like your pops. You look just like me. <laughs> it's crazy. It's throwing me off. <laughs> Big twerk. It's throwing me off. It's throwing me off a little bit. Him and his Facebook. Yo, yeah, no, that was funny. Yeah. How about you, bro? Nah, for me, it's just like he always taught me like that that hustle mindset, mm-hmm. that go get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta go get it. 
definitely yeah. big on legacy too, yeah. man. You know, what I mean, he always like try to make me go out and be the best at whatever I did. Mm. Try to make me go out and not just be the best, but prepare to be the best. You know right. what I mean? And just put in the effort, put in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and just big on humility. That's what he's nice. big on. That's what he kind of put in me. Like, don't ever look down on somebody. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. You'll yeah. never know what people are going through. Fact. Help mm-hmm. the next man out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Them type of, them type of uh, qualities right there, man. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's crazy. That's now for, for y'all, I got a question. Yeah. You know what I mean? What was most surprising about being a father or about fatherhood? Mm. <sighs> How many diapers I got? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that was like the first time I ever really changed diapers. Like, and you really changing them? Yeah, yeah. Like, still to this day, I'm still changing. Like, I'm ready for, I'm ready for little man get on that pot, like do his thing. Cause, and then like formula, like it was expensive. Yeah, very. It's very, very expensive. expensive, and I, and I used to joke around like, I'm ready to have a kid. I'm ready to have a kid. Yeah. And my man's was like, yo. Stop saying that. Like, <laughs> it's not what you think. I'm like, yo, I'm good. Like, I used to be, like, real cop. Man, it shot my confidence. <laughs> not really, but it shot my pockets for real. Yeah. Like, it's real expensive. Like, yeah. especially the first year. Like, that first year, Man, it's hectic. Yeah. Like, but I was kind of grateful because, like, when my baby shot, I got a lot of things. That's so mean. I was kind of like, you know, balancing it out like i'll go get some stuff but i already had some stuff so i was playing both parts yeah. but like when you gotta go get that formula every man, week man listen for real diapers man, every man. week right. 64 64 diapers ain't cutting it nah, not at all. Nah, you gotta get <laughs> yeah you gotta get that you know what i'm saying spending like 50 dollars <laughs> for real and then i even like apply for like food stamps because i didn't know you could use like food stamps with like formula and stuff yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. I ain't know that. I was I was out here buying it. I'm like, yo, what? Yeah. Hard earned check. $40 every time. I'm like, Tch. I'm like, when, when somebody told me that, I'm like, oh, yeah, sign me up. Please sign me up. I'm swiping that thing. Save me a lot of money. I ain't going to lie. For I real. Think my, I think my biggest eye opener was the first couple nights at the hospital, for real. Baby did not sleep, bro. Like, mm. I'm thinking I'm about to chill, like the baby sleep, but then like 30 minutes to an hour later, like yeah. back up. And it, it just killed me because it's like, I thought I was adjusted to it already because I, I got two daughters. Right. So I thought I was adjusted for it. So I'm like, oh, the first one, it should be a breeze for the second one, bro. Mm. Was even 10 times worse, bro. <laughs> like I would turn into like every 30 minutes just right. up. Like I feel like that's the worst part of like having kids other than like dealing with them, talking back to you, catching attitudes, which, which I ain't get to that yet. Y'all, your, your, your child talks? Nah, not really. Your child talks? Nah, but she, Wait until they start talking. It's a whole listen. different ball game. But the newborn stage was like the hardest stage for me. Because yeah. it's like, it's a baby. You can't really do nothing with them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, I think, talk, they can't talk, none of that. I think that was the main thing for me, just that transition. Yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. waking up yeah. in the middle of the night, yeah. baby crying, got make a bottle and stuff yeah. like that. But at the same time, this baby crying and you don't even know what's wrong. Facts. Can't tell you what's wrong and stuff like yes. that. So it was yeah. it was that for me, like yeah. just that transition of yeah. like Very really true. knowing that I gotta wake up in the middle of the night, change a diaper, sleepwalking downstairs. No, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what I mean, for real, I ain't gonna lie. I had a lot of nights like that, like just crying. Like yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, what is wrong, bro? Especially when you check out the two things. It's either the baby's wet, right, or like they have to get their diaper changed, or they need a bottle. Right, and then when you pass those two things and they still crying, you like, yo, yeah. 
What is like? What is wrong? With I you ain't gonna lie. I had an emotional breakdown one time. I, I was about to say, what? I started crying with the baby. Yo, no <laughs> crying together. Right? I'm, like, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, I don't know. I, in the house by yourself, like, yeah. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, man, this is hard. Like, it was. I had an emotional breakdown. Mm-hmm. I, was, like, y'all, was y'all like uh, impatient before y'all had kids? Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue, as well as guests Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. Like, under like what, like what you mean? Like, like what people? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, to a certain extent. Yeah. But <laughs> to, a certain, to a certain extent. Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'll be like, yo, come on, yo, let's yeah. go. Like, you want to poop before we leave. And like, you know what I'm saying? You get frustrated sometimes. Like, yo, like, come on, man. Let's just, let's up and roll. Right. Yeah. It's like, first, like when I was first born, I was like, I can't wait till you start walking and talking. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm like, I can't wait till you grown. Like, <laughs> it's like every time you get to that one step, you want the next step to come. Like, you know what I'm saying? More independency, like on his part, for real. How was it? How was it uh, raising a boy? Um, it's cool, I guess, because I only got one, so I don't really know how it is, like with girls. Right. But like mm-hmm. raising a boy, it's 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 cool. <laughs> you just look at you just kind of really look at the future of it. Like yeah, right. that's my son. You gonna play football, basketball, whatever. This, yeah. that, and third. That's my little man. It's like twinning and all that. Like other than that, but he bad. So it's like <laughs> he run wild. Just want to touch everything. It's like yeah, it's allowed. You know, beatings coming in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Popping the hand and all that. Girl, I love it. Yeah. See, the crazy thing about it is. The gender reveal, up to the gender reveal, I wanted a boy. Me too. Me the too. day, both, both the, times. The day of the gender reveal yeah. changed. Are you serious? The yeah. day of? The day. Yeah, of, I was the opposite. I had, I had my whole outfit and blue shirt, all that. Yeah. Went to the mall, got a pink shirt and all that. Wow. And what's crazy is the same day of the gender reveal, my niece was attached to my hip. Mm-hmm. This is the same niece that really don't fool me. She sensed She sent something. Brave don't really fool me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was attached to my hip that yeah. day. My brother pointed it out, like, bro, you should have known, like, right then and there. But when I seen them pink fireworks go up. Facts. That's like, crazy. You hear that? Fireworks. Somebody got some bread. Nah, Somebody nah, got yeah, some bread. Yeah. Nah, 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 like, I live right down the street. I heard them fireworks. I'm like, what's going on? Nah, Angel nah, 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> now, let's, let's stay there for a second, though. Like, as far as, like, you know, having a boy and a girl. You know what I mean? This is a big topic, big conversation mm-hmm. as far as, like, you know how, like, you have a son. He messed with a whole bunch of females. <laughs> you kind of, you know. Yeah. You like, yeah, shorty that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you don't want your daughter nah. mess with a whole bunch of, you know what I mean? So what's right. like, what's that like? Like as far as like that. Like you having girls, like as far as like the social life and all that. Like I haven't gotten to that point. I think about it. Yeah. I think about it sometimes, but then I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I'm overthinking it. You feel I me? Mean? Because mm. my daughters are only three and one for real. Yeah. Sometimes I look at them like. 
dang, like they are about to get older. You feel yeah. me? I know how dudes think, but I really think it's really like being honest with your child at a young age. You know what I mean? Like putting them on game so they setting that standard. You know what I mean? Yeah, having mm-hmm. them set that standard. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Like I feel like once we get to that point, like because my my oldest daughter's about to start school soon, like mm. she's about to start pre K, and I feel like I'm gonna have to talk, have that talk, like not going and. and Instinctive and like giving them details, right, 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 just right. like laying down that foundation. Like, listen, like you gonna be around boys. Like, make sure you like, you know what I mean, on your P's and Q's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a little nervous about that stage. I try not to think. He about gonna that. cry the first day of school. <laughs> All right, bro. I already said that. I already had yeah, it on my cry. mind. I'm going to. I ain't Listen. gonna lie. I just made a post about that. Like, really? I'm gonna cry when my son graduate kindergarten, Facts. pre-K. Like, because like little... my oldest, like my oldest is my dog. You're like. My youngest is my dog. My oldest, like, she talks, she get me. Like, she she's literally me. You feel me? So right. it's like, we literally used to be kicking it. Like, I come, I be downstairs playing the game late at night, and she right on my hip, like, just chilling. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. we really had them late night talks, and, like, she's really always, just always there with me. Right. So, like, I already know, like, once we get to that stage of her having to start school, man, I already know tears about to be flowing. Like, I'm about to right. prepare for it, for real. Right. How about yourself? <laughs> Well, to go back to your, yeah. your question, I think it really just starts, like I said, setting that standard and stuff mm. like that. Just, I mean, like you said, being honest with them and stuff Gotta like that, be. but just having them, teaching them the way how they should move and mm. what they should look for and stuff like that. Uh, but I almost cried. Mm. <laughs> I almost cried seeing my daughter work, walk for the first time wow. because of the fact of, she is in North Carolina. Yeah. And when she did start walking, like I wasn't there. Oh, but when I brought her to my house and she just flying across, like crazy. it just was like, yo, like she's really <laughs> yeah. growing. Like mm-hmm. and it's right before my eyes. Like it's crazy. But I love every second about it. Facts. Mm-hmm. That happens so fast. Like you can literally miss it. Like, yeah. Miss Facts. It like that. Facts. Literally. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Man. How about yeah. you? <laughs> what about it? <laughs> What's up, what about you? <laughs> Nah, but let's stay here for a second, though, as far as, like, bringing, you know what I mean, black kids up into this world, especially mm-hmm. having a black man. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, what's some things you're going to teach them as far as, like, growing up in America? Um, Everybody ain't your friend. You know what I'm saying? Just be on your P's and Q's. Be respectful. Police. Got to yeah. let them know about police. Right. Women. You know what I'm saying? Just, just everything I, like, grew up on, I'm going to teach them. Even if they don't never use it, you know what I'm saying? Still giving the light, you know what I'm saying? Repeat what Rosie used to tell me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like just it's a it's a lot of things, especially like today's generation and stuff, like a lot of things like everything is moving so rapidly, like Definitely. you know what I'm saying? So you gotta let them know about it's crazy. like police and just growing up what's wrong from like what's right and wrong, you know what I'm saying? Just it's a lot. So I it's like as a black man, well, as a black man raising a black man, you just gotta really let them know how to be a black man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's probably like the biggest thing. I feel like there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're going, you know, you're going to worry for mm-hmm. real. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like with girls too. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have that word. You know what I'm saying? When they get older, they out late at night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of weird stuff going on yeah, nowadays. So crazy. you gotta like, you really gotta really be, you really gotta be way more mature now. Like, you can't mm-hmm. be, it's like, you might gotta be overprotective nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though, like, when we was growing up, 
people was overprotective, but you know, you had some linear room, you know what I'm saying? Cause it wasn't so bad, even though you still had the same things going on. But today it's like, is at random times and people's, yeah, it's, people's getting set up. Yeah, it's just it's a bunch of it's too much weirdness. Like so, you really just gotta. Be, I'm gonna just be overprotective of my child. Like right. so, just let them know. Like move this way, move that way. You know what I'm saying? You are gonna do your own thing, but just as long as you got the blueprint and the foundation, you good. Facts. And I ain't never gonna stay wrong. So yeah, right. like you know what I'm saying? What right. I'm telling you is facts. Yeah. Mm. So. How would you say y'all having kids has changed y'all? Like. In what ways has it changed you? Like, I'm a complete opposite person than what I was a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Like, as you said, I'm a lot more patient with things yeah. and people, but how I look at everything now is just different. Talking to females, dealing with females, like how I move with them, yeah. it changed me because it's like I got a daughter now. So now mm-hmm. I got to look at it as either I'm a do this and with this girl and do her wrong and this, that, and the third. Yeah. And then it could turn around and just happen to my daughter. You karma, know what I mean? So facts. it karma's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I believe in it. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So sure. I think it's just, <clears throat> it's, it's, I'm, it's a complete change for me. For sure. Yeah. It humbled me. It humbled me. It kept me out of a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of situations that I could have been at, but I wasn't at because I'm home changing diapers, you know what I'm saying? Or just just different situations, money, you know what I'm saying? Just you don't got to be everywhere all the time or yeah. just that. And you, just, you know, your priorities start to get more in depth for, you, for, for sure. real. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing. It really just humbled me as a person, as like as a guy, you know what I'm saying? You know, just trying to teach my son right from wrong, you know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much it. I know for me, it, it, especially when I had my oldest and patience, patience Facts. too. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm still, I'm still, still like work. Said, yeah, I'm still work. work. Yeah, yeah. Give or take. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm definitely way better than I was before. Mm. But like for myself, like it definitely like balls me up. Mm. Yeah, and it definitely helped me like appreciate life more. For sure. Mm. Because uh, my oldest daughter was born a month after my dad passed away. Mm. Yeah. So like I was really dealing with like yeah. a tough time. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost in depression for real. Run some light to the duck. Definitely, bro. Cause like he had passed away and two weeks after his funeral, she was born. It was kind of like, wow. Like right. I just was dealing with my father passing away, which is one life lost, but I just gained another whole, whole nother life. Mm-hmm. It just made me appreciate life more, relationships more, people that I meet. Like it just makes you just like, like you said, look at life differently. Like it's a whole world out here, and now you got a whole other child and priority that you got to take care of. Right. So automatically, this changes your mindset, helps you boss up for us. So that's what it helped me do. Facts, facts. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, man. Y'all giving me some gems. I'm yeah, sitting back sure. running. Take your time with it, though. No <laughs> yeah, time soon, Please take your time. Please. Tell you, you do not want that. I'm waiting, man. <laughs> you a godfather, though. I'm a godfather, though, man. Yeah. We'll be right back, though, man. <laughs> we back, man. Back, man. Sage and such. Got my brothers in here. You know I mean, talking about fatherhood. Definitely dropping some gems. But, you know what I mean? To touch on um, the reason why we all here, like Christ. You know what I mean? I know each and every one of y'all and just the foundation that has been set, you know what I mean, in Christ. You know what I mean? It's growing up, mothers, fathers, taking out of church, scriptures, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what... What growing up would you instill in like your kids as far as like Christ? And, you know, that I mean? Christ is everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Um, without Christ, a lot of things don't happen. Never lose faith. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much it. Like, faith is the root of it all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Once you lose faith in it all, you lose it all. You know what I'm saying? You can't not believe what you want to believe in. Mm. That's, that's why I'm going to install in my son. I feel like I'm going to instill, like, relationship characteristics of, like, actually building a relationship with God. Because mm. I know for myself, like, growing up young, I didn't build a, actually build a relationship with God until I was older. Right. Yeah, that, I feel the same way. Because I went to church, like, young, but, you know, you go... Maybe go a month, two straight, and yes. then you take one Sunday off, yeah. and you don't go for another three years to yeah. turn into. Like, yeah. so I feel like as I got older and I realizing like how Christ helped me and things that I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? I became a more better relationship with God, Fine. you know what I'm saying? Different situations just. As I got older, I understood it. Like when I was younger, I was just like, I'm trying to go home. Facts. Mm. And it's, I think the really biggest thing is, is like allowing her to know like everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. Everybody's relationship is different. Just cause this person's relationship is like that and they can quote every scripture in the Bible don't mean you gotta be like that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, so yeah, I think really just. Don't even get caught up in that. Nah, right. facts. Cause it's, it's too much. Especially like when you growing up as a kid, it's a little too much. And I think that was the main reason why I never really sat down. And really tried to build a relationship because it was like almost like if you go on Sunday after Sunday like I was for real like mm. I was just going through the motions. Like, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. here because I was here because my mom made me go. Literally. But when I actually got to the point, I think my I think my my biggest shift and climax in my life was when my dad passed away because that's when I needed God the most. Yeah. So that's when I really built that foundation of a relationship with God for real. Mm. Having that instilled in her as, at a young age is gonna be my biggest test, but. My biggest accomplishment, if I actually get through it with her in her head for real, of actually building that relationship for real. Yeah, I think the main thing I'm instilling in my daughter is in the scripture, trusting the Lord with all your heart. Mm-hmm. Don't lean on your own understanding. Facts. Step boy, I think man. it's just we get so caught up in thinking we know everything. Mm. And you just got to put it in his hands and he going to guide you to where you need to be. Big facts. But I think, I think God's been with me since throughout fatherhood, mm-hmm. since day one. Yeah. Going back to the day I got the call, she was going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I had to catch a flight. Mm. Flight that I had caught was at six. Land was going to land at six. Time I got there, she was about four or five centimeters. Uh, when I got to the room, she jumped up to nine. Mm. An hour later, my daughter was born. So just being there, able to make it. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I, I'm, whole time I'm in the airport, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it. Yeah. And that was the main thing. I yeah. wanted to be there. So I think it was just, that was just all guy right there. So yeah. That's all. What type of stresses do you deal with? Like having like a long distance relationship with your, with your daughter, like not being able to see her every day for real. Uh, and how do you handle it? I think the main thing is just like, I don't never want to miss nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't never want to or have her feel as though like I'm not there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there'll be days where I'm going through it cause just because I, I just want to be around her, whether she getting on my nerves or not. Yeah. Like we playing, we doing whatever. Facts. But I think, I mean, just the time that we, we'll sit on the FaceTime for hours. Like she may wander off, but she'll come back and we'll, she'll sit down and actually like do stuff on the phone. I just watching her play. And I could see how she's growing. Mm. And 
that that bond that me and her got is just different Facts. because it's like I may not see her for a month, mm-hmm. and then as soon as I seen her, it's just like we miss a beat. Yeah, like we right back to where we was before. So Facts. I think it's just keeping in contact and making sure that she knows that daddy's mm-hmm. here. So that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Dang, man. That's tough. A hit. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, for hit, sure. Man. Communication is key, especially yeah. when you ain't with that person that you had a, mm-hmm. you know, a child with, or even if it's long distance. Like, like for me too. Like, even when I don't have my son, you know, what I'm saying I do a week on week off. So even when I don't have my son, he's still around. I'll pull up. You know, what I'm saying or they somewhere. I'll pull up and. I'll FaceTime him, like, what you doing, son? Like, you know what I'm saying? He on the phone, doing whatever, laughing, <laughs> playing around. Still just showing, you know, interaction with your child and letting you know, like, even though I'm not with you at the moment, I'm still here. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can call me this, that, and the third. Mm. Just different things. I feel like that's big. You got to have a good relationship with your child, even if you're not around. Like, that's where I feel like a lot of people fall off, you know what I'm saying? So, That'd be really the main thing. Like, you know, I ain't talked to my dad in so long. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't seen my dad in so long. Dad live around the corner. Like, five, you know ten, what I'm saying? Five, Even if it's like five to ten minutes, just chill, see your son, say hi, drop yeah. something off, or mm-hmm. just anything. You know what I'm saying? Just call him, see how he's doing or whatever. Just, uh, that'll change a kid's perspective about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see my dad a lot, but I talk to my dad. Like, five. that's how I was when growing up. My my mother and my father was like, wasn't together. My dad lived around the corner, but I ain't see my dad a lot all the time. You know what I'm saying? But he'll call me all the time because my dad drove trucks, yeah. so he'd be on the road. So, but he'll call me, and then he'll get mad if I don't call him. Text. So, like, I could always say that, like, I always talk to my dad. Yeah, I ain't see him all the time, but I always talk to him for real. You know what I'm saying? So, it made it a better relationship than what it could have been. You know what I'm saying? If I ain't see him or talk to him, type vibes. That's a, one of the biggest things that I learned throughout child i mean parenthood is like spending that time over trying to buy that time is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. very important like yeah. spending that time with your kids is very important because you got a lot of parents that they're out here grinding for their kids but they're not spending no time with yeah. their kids and wondering why their kids is acting out and doing mm. this and that but like you gotta really spend that time and spend that time could kids. just be one simple phone call that's it right. that's it <laughs> it don't gotta be face to face it don't gotta be it don't gotta be physical it could be that one simple that one phone call that takes 20 minutes yeah you know what i'm saying that good 20 minute talk it change your day Everything. like for real definitely right. what what, what comp, like what negative qualities in yourselves did parenthood teacher like what, what did y'all see like when you looked in the mirror it was like oh dang like i didn't realize that until parenthood like what was a couple things that you you didn't realize until parenthood for mm. that you had to change that's a good one i think my biggest probably like my patience. like my yeah patience mm-hmm. like just my whole demeanor like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying not that i had a negative demeanor yeah. but just how i move mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i can't can't bring chicks around like right. you know what yeah. i'm saying just you can't just do different things to show, you know, how, like, if you want to raise a man, like, young, for real. Definitely. Like, just the different mean, demeanor, how you move and stuff like that, for, for sure. real. Especially raising a boy. Yeah. Because they, they model it. Everything, yeah, like, like pick up that, walk, you know what I'm saying? The way you talk, the way you mm-hmm. dress, sponge, a sponge, for real. Yeah. I think more so it was like the priorities for me, like, mm-hmm. having that free time, not having, having no kid, like, Able to go mm-hmm. where I want to go, yeah. spend my money on what I want to spend it on, yeah. 
But like now that you got that that little one, it's mm-hmm. like you gotta make sure she got diapers. Facts. Yeah. Gotta make sure. I mean, she's growing out of her clothes so fast. Yeah. We gotta re up on her clothes and yeah. stuff like that. Like just making sure she good and then. That time, back to, to time. What you gonna spend your time on? You gonna spend for your sure. time on this or you gonna push this aside, your pri- the, the main priority to go do something that, I mean, you could pass up of, of. Yeah, so I think that was the main thing for me. I think a super dope moment that I, uh, seen from you, um, I was at a basketball game taking pictures and you had your daughter with you. Mm-hmm. So you was watching a game and you actually had someone that you actually love dearly with you. I think it was so amazing because it's like, I don't think like parents really think they take their child like to a basketball game, like mm-hmm. especially at a very young age for mm-hmm. them. But like seeing you in those motions and doing that, I was like, that's, that's dope. My daughter go, she go with me wherever for I sure. go. That's how it should be. That's yeah, how it should be. Like, I'll make sure we do stuff. That's gonna be fun to her. We go to a bouncy, a bouncy house. Yeah. We go to the playground. Definitely. Go to the pool, whatever. But at the same time, it's just having that company with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the main thing for me. Mm. Like when I got her, I, nothing else matters. Right. You feel me? Nothing else matters. <laughs> I can be, be doing whatever. Yeah. Going to a basketball game. Yeah. Like yeah. Going, just Fair. going to the store, walking around the mall. Right. Like. I think fact, that, fact. that just having that company is the main thing for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think company is dope because, like, I used to be like, yo, I'm not going to the mall by myself. I'm not going to the grocery store by myself. But, like, when your, when your daughter's there or your, your son's there, like, it's definitely, like, yeah, it feels facts. that void. Definitely like, take them to the mall, especially when you got things to do. Fact. You know what I'm saying? Just got to bring them. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd yeah. be like, you know, push them in a little stroller, let them walk <laughs> around a little bit, let them run. Yeah. Stop touching that. Yeah. Stop touching that. Stop touching that. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Like, I think that was my one. biggest thing, like, because I was so used to getting up and going, but it's like, now nah, I got to change diapers. I got to make sure they dress, make sure my girl do their Yeah, I really got to get ready, like, two hours before you got to do something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. I was absolutely. never that type of person, like, yeah. I'm... I got to be at 7 o'clock. I'm getting up at 6.58. Yes. <laughs> then I'm coming. He said I got to be yeah. at 7. I'm getting up at 6. Yeah, for real. Now, now we got to be there at 7. 4.30, 5 o'clock, we getting ready. Like, mm-hmm. So it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot. And I'll definitely say this, like, as far as, like, going back to, you know what I mean, what kids and how they see and, like, you know what I mean, everything that they see in here. Like, I think people think, like, kids don't be paying attention yeah. You know what I mean? Me right now, I'm at the middle school, Aberdeen Middle School. And like, when I tell you, like, it'd be kids coming up to me and like opening up to me. Wow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? About stuff that they go through, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff that they exposed to, but like, they really be open up to me. So I'll be listening to them, like, spiritually, I'll be like trying to hear them out, like, dang, like, that's wild. But like, I think it, it, it that, that, that thing right there kind of changes my perspective on kids. It's like, how can you do that? You know what I mean? You got, your youngin' right here, your little girl, you're supposed to be your princess, but you're not even, you know what I mean? You're doing this, that, and the third. So, you know what I mean? I would definitely say to y'all, man, I know that y'all are great men, you know what I mean? So I'd definitely say keep doing what y'all doing, man. For sure. You feel me? Like, sure. yeah. people, like people looking up to you, like, yeah, that's not sure. even your kids. Yeah, yeah fair. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all them type of figures. Mm-hmm. I think the mean? main thing with that is, like, that goes in with the field of work that I'm in. Right. I mean, I work at an all-boys group home. Facts. So I got kids from 13 to 18, that go through the craziest things. Yeah. Like right. parents left them. Right. Parents was on the streets, I mean, doing drugs instead of the third. Don't got nothing. Don't got nobody. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you got to build that bond with them with that. Facts. Like allowing yeah. them to see that I have somebody that actually cares for me. That's actually here for me. Mm-hmm. Willing to listen to me and help me guide me where I'm going. 
And once you build that bond with them, it'll go a long way because sure. I had one kid that changed everything around, graduated, got a job now. He ain't independent living. He got his own spot. That's I mean, man. he yeah. got his own townhouse and all that. That's so it definitely just, be like that. Yeah, it just like, was them conversations and all that. Just giving wisdom because, like, my part time, I work at a boys and girls club. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I'm big on giving back to the community, just Facts. for the youth and everything like that. You know. Like, I feel like when you a person that doing stuff, you got to get back to the people that's around you. And right. especially, like, yeah. you got little, like, I got little cousins from for real. So, yeah. my little cousins look up to me like, that's big cuz, you feel yeah, me? And sure. they friends be like, oh, all right, that's your cousin lit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, that, and the third. So, <laughs> yeah. you just always got to be on your your best your best game for real. And just, like, working at the Boys and Girls Club, you go through the same stuff because a lot of them be, like, foster kids and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just an after-school program where they can interact. And some of them, they be going through some crazy. They don't got clothes. They don't got no food, just that and third. And then, <clears throat> but at the same time, like, they kids. So you can't, like, you can't really justify the situation that they're going through because you don't know. But you can just give them the, word, the words of wisdom or just the, that little light to let it know everything gonna be fine. Just like you know, it takes time. This, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Don't down, don't out yourself. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing you. You're a great person. This and that. So and that changed the whole kid's perspective. Like he said, he had a kid that graduated. Just you know, just talk, just interact, just show that you got somebody. Like if you feel like you don't got nobody, you got me. Right, like, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, like, so you know, keep so, it. It sounds like y'all was playing the roles of fathers before y'all even had kids. Yeah, facts. You know just yeah. unintentionally. Yeah, just yeah. that's just coming from the heart, like just just growing up How we solid, like you yeah. know what I'm saying. And I feel like a lot of people don't be really tapping into other things. They stick to what they know, but like once you tap into different things, you see a lot of different things. So you can use your wisdom to help somebody else yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think, go ahead, bro, go ahead. I yeah. think that's why I like coaching more yeah. than I like playing a sport. Mm. When you coaching, it's like, I'm going to teach you the game, but I'm also teach you life lessons throughout this, this journey that we're going on. Too, and, yeah. it's, and you got kids that go off to college, come back, and it's just like, coach, like, that day that you told me this, like, that stuck with me. Definitely. And it got me through basically some some stuff that I was going through in, in college and stuff like that. So... I think that that's the main thing. That's why I love coaching. Mm. Just being able to give you the little gems mm. about life while I'm teaching you a sport that you love. Definitely. Yeah. So. Them yeah. life bonds, them life them life relationships mm-hmm. change, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, somebody you used to look up to, like either a coach or a teacher, you'd be like, Man, that's my dog. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Just I just feel like you it just keeps that that good What's the word I'm looking for? That just that good generational like feeling of people just going to the next thing, like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. keeping the future alive. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, at like today, like if kids is wilding out and all that. So you know, when you get some good youth or even the bad youth, you know what I'm saying, you can do make a change and, and make it feel better. Like it feel it's better. So crazy that you say that because uh, I had went to my old elementary school today. I had uh, saw my fiance's niece graduate. Mm. Uh, she graduated kindergarten. She okay. Was good. But before the ceremony started, I had one of my old teachers. Like this was my dog. You remember Mr. Slattery from uh, Hoss Crossroads? Did you go to Hoss Crossroads? Yeah. All right, yo. So he came up to me uh, before the ceremony started. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh my god!" Like he was in such amazement that he seen me after all these years. But like, 
he didn't really know like too much of what I had it going on in my life, but like he just said he was proud of me. Mm-hmm. Like, he seen me handling my business with my kids and all that, and he was like, I'm I'm proud of you. But like people don't understand, like something small so small like that is very impactful in your life. Like that feels Facts. good. Like, you yeah. feel me? Like just somebody saying they proud of you, like they don't gotta say the reason why, but like that makes you feel good. Like you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. as a father, mm-hmm. as a uh significant other, you know what I mean? Just yeah. as a person all together for real. Especially when you was like like especially when you gave that teacher like the run for the money. You know what I'm saying? And you <laughs> and they, you know what I'm saying? Like you just a whole different person. You yeah. grew and you grew up so nicely. Like they be like, I'm really proud of you. Like sure. you know what I'm saying? This, that, and the third, whatever. Or even if they don't say nothing. But yeah. Like even when I go back to the old high school, my old high school, I went to job for real. And I see my old teachers and they be like, I'm so proud of you, this, that, and the third. You look good, this, yeah. that, and the third, you know what I'm saying? Keeping up, cause you know, at the high school, a lot of things fall off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People you graduated with, they be locked up, they be on drugs, yeah. they 40 kids, this, that, and the third, like, you know what I'm saying? So. 40 kids. You know what I mean? A lot of things, a lot of, be a lot of left turns. So. 40 kids. You know, it's always that, it always feel good that like when people see you grow up, know that you grew up well. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, I think that's like the biggest thing I, I like, I like about it. That's what I be trying to install into other people, like, yeah. Yeah. so I could be like, man, I remember you was twelve years old. You used to be so bad, but you grew up you on your thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. What type of advice would y'all give for uh, young young black fathers out here right now? Cherish the moment. Cherish every moment. That's tough. Yeah, that's I tough. think that's that's the main thing that you just got to cherish the moment because, like you said earlier, we we got them as newborns, and it's like. Dang, I'm ready for him to start walking. Yeah. And it's like, dang, I'm ready for him to hurry up and grow up. Time goes mm-hmm. by quick. And time is going to go by. So that's why you got to cherish every moment that you have from whether it's y'all going places, y'all doing this, doing that. My daughter sitting down playing the game with me. Like, sure. I cherish every moment because no, you don't know when it can be taken away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, say um, consistency. Mm. Be consistent. Don't be here for three months, then you fall off five months. Be here consistent. Like, mm. if you're going to do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? Be consistent, communicate, and just, you know, you're going to have that unconditional love regardless, but mm-hmm. just consistency and communication. Just tell, you know what I'm saying? If you can't make it, let your child know. Or if you're going somewhere, let your child know. If you got to go do a bid, let your child know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So your kid don't be... You know, be a deer stuck in the headlights, you mm-hmm. feel me? I've seen a lot of things like that. Like, you know, parents be trying to hide things from kids. I mean, understandable, but still communicate, let them know, like, you know, this, that, and the third happened, so this got to happen, you know. So I think consistency and communication for all young fathers, even old fathers, just everybody. Definitely. Parents as a whole. That's what's up, I man. think my biggest thing that I would give as far as advice is, there's no perfect way to being a parent. Nice. Right? So you're going to learn as you go. Like, mm-hmm. you're literally going to have to. Yeah. Trust you ain't the never process. ready. You're never going to be ready for anything. You're not. You're, people always say, I want to wait until I'm ready to be a parent. There's no manual there, for there's this. There's never a perfect time yeah. to be a parent. You feel me? Like, it's just going to happen. You're going to mm-hmm. have to adjust. Like, but like, you got to, you got to stay focused, stay locked in because this day and age, like, these kids really need you for real. Yeah. Right? For sure. I think that was the main thing for me, though. Yeah. Like, one thing that somebody told me was like, there's no manual on being a father. There's yeah. no book on telling you how to be a father. Yeah. You're going to go through it. 
and you're going to learn. For sure. And you're you going to take what you got from the gems and stuff that you got from your father or yeah. your big brother or yeah. the person that you looked up to. Facts. Mm. But you just got to you gotta go through it. Yeah. And when you learn, know that that's something that you're going to teach your, your younger one when mm. they get older, too. Definitely. So. Definitely. Man, that's what's up, man. I appreciate y'all, man. For sure. No problem, bro. For sure. Family. Mm-hmm. But before we get out of here, I ask everybody this question. You know what I mean? What's your legacy? What's, what's the legacy you want to leave behind? A legacy I want to leave behind? Yes, yeah, sir. Blade. Ah, man. A legacy I want to leave behind. Just, just being a substantial man. Mm-hmm. That's all. Just being substantial. Never... Never showing, never showing like a cruddy side or like, oh, he always did me wrong. Like he did me wrong. He did this. He did that. I don't want, I want no bad rap. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So just a substantial guy always did his thing. Took care of his child or kids. You know what I'm saying? Kids. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Up, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, take care of his kids. Just, just a hardworking man. Always. Stand on principles and morals, you know, mm-hmm. respect, loyalty. Um, I think that's the biggest thing of my legacy, for real. I just being substantial. Mm, that's a tough question. I think the main thing for me is mm-hmm. someone who just that looked out for everybody, made mm-hmm. sure everybody was good, mm-hmm. pushed you to be the best person that you could be, whether if it, whatever you was doing. Um, just someone who was reliable, like mm-hmm. that's the main thing for me. Like I just want these kids to know, word. yeah, just kids know that I'm reliable. Definitely. If you need me, whatever, I'm here. Like call, text, so. Definitely, I agree with both of y'all for real. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like. I'm thinking the word in my head is just consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone that was a consistent father. Like, yeah. I didn't really get that growing up, so it's really big for me to give that to my kids. It's for consistency sure. and just someone that they can look up to for like almost like a role model, role model in their life for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, I think one thing that I add is a leader. Yeah, love that. Definitely yeah. a leader. For sure. Like I'm. Everybody needs a leader. Every everybody, every striving. To be yeah, a everybody no, needs no, a leader. Every father should be a leader. Yeah. So I think that's the main thing. Like, he was a leader. Definitely. Yeah. It's going to be a, a legacy once you have kids, brody. Man, to be honest, uh, just like saving such is a big part of it. Mm. You know what I mean? When when God gave me this, I was praying that, you know what I mean? I really don't got none of my family where, like, something's been passed down. That's tough. You know what I mean? Something's, like, a part of us. You know what I mean? People just dying off for real. So I always told God I want to do something that I can pass down. For my grandkids, you know what I mean? Great grandkids. Like, mm-hmm. I, to be honest, I don't even want my future family, you know what I mean, working for nobody but Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So I feel like this is something that I can pass down. Um, that's materialistic, but just the qualities of being, uh, having humility, you know what I mean? Just never looking down on people, you know what I mean? Treating everybody with love, respect. Um, another thing is just, you know what I mean? Just showing love, man. Mm-hmm. Showing love, man. I don't really got no beef out here with nobody, you know what I mean, that I know of. You know what I mean? I ain't yeah. that type of cat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I ain't Somebody that type of cat. Somebody probably looking at that chain right now. Yeah, you know? never know. <laughs> I ain't got no beef out here with nobody. You so, know who to call. <laughs> you know who to call. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just that, bro. 
I just want to give you all flowers before we head out, man. Just give it to them. Definitely appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all definitely doing y'all things as fathers, as black men, because it's definitely hard for us out here right now. For right. sure. To just have y'all on the show and just dropping gems for all the people out there is truly amazing. I definitely appreciate y'all coming on. No just problem. Sure. I just want to say my top five NBA players right now. <laughs> you feel me? Saving such People say we say some crazy stuff like, huh? I'll be like, whatever. Top my, five. Go ahead, name them. Top five. Let me hear this. Top five right now. Uh-huh. We're going to end the show off with this one. I'm going to go LeBron, KD. Uh-huh. Okay. Luca. Okay. Jokic. Mm. You know, you know who my guy is. Who? The Mellow Man. <laughs> mellow Man. He ain't in the top five, but he's my top five. Nah, this was the biggest Mellow fan. That's my up, guy. Bro. I don't I care what you. nobody say. Bro, I promise you. Ring or no ring. <laughs> man was saying, man, he better than Braun back in 08. <laughs> he should have won rookie of the year. You was not, not saying that. No, you was this. not yeah. saying that. Yeah, he was. Oh man, my God. My guy is. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. My guy is <laughs> that <laughs> guy. It's looking like we about to get into a debate. So we want to head out of here, man. Make sure y'all follow us on all social media platforms. That's at Saved and Such. S A V E D N S U C H. And make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel, man. It's a lot of people watching, but y'all need to click that button and subscribe, man. Y'all want to give y'all socials again before we head out? Follow me on Instagram at KennyBlade underscore and Bangers with Blade. There you go. Seven Favors underscore. Or you can do the. Brand page, shop seven favors. Yes, sir. What about you, Bezel? <laughs> Mr. Bezel, man, over there. Reef Nation underscore, and that's saved and such, man. But I definitely want to appreciate, say thank you to everybody that's been watching, tuning in, mm-hmm. sharing, reposting, man. This yeah. this has just been unbelievable. When you out and about in the store and people coming up to you yes, saying, dang, I've been watching your podcast. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? That, that hit different. Definitely. You know it's what I mean? Sorry. podcast out right now. You said what? Hottest podcast out. Sure. Like, yeah. Hottest podcast out. Listen, man, shout out to all the fathers, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Everything y'all doing for y'all kids and everything that y'all did for our lives, for real, and helping to mold us into the young black man that we are today, man. I say it and such, man. We out of here, man. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Poppy Stew. Y'all know that. Save and such. We're saving such.